In March of 1976, Harvard sophomore Jim Guerra was hanging out in his dorm room when his roommate walked in with two men. They weren't Harvard students, that much Jim knew. But as soon as they started to talk, he sat up and listened. Jim had recently started reading the Bible and searched for some answers. Now he listened, amazed, as these two strangers began answering some of his most agonizing questions. They knew the Bible inside and out. It was like they'd stumbled on the very thing Jim was looking for, certainty. In a matter of hours, Jim found himself contemplating joining their group, but he had some nagging doubts. Luckily, the men had answers for that, too. The end of the world was coming, and if he left school and joined their ranks, salvation would be his for the taking. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Vanessa Richardson, and this is Cults, a ParCast original. This is the 21st episode in our daily series on the strange prophecies made by different cults and their leaders. Throughout this month, we're taking a daily look at the myriad of apocalyptic predictions to try and uncover what makes these revelations so appealing. I'm here with my co-host, Greg Polson. Hi, everyone. Today, we're taking a look at the Brethren, a religious cult led by Jimmy T. Roberts. Roberts recruited his followers by preaching that the end of times had begun and that the only path to salvation was to adhere completely to his austere and isolating way of life. Around 1971, 32-year-old Jimmy T. Roberts, a one-time preacher and an ex-Marine, founded the Brethren. It was the name he gave himself and a group of followers who decided to cut themselves off from society and live life on their own terms. Or rather, Jimmy's terms. Jimmy had grown up going to his mother's Pentecostal church and had even become a part-time teenage preacher for a while. As a child, he took comfort in his parents' evangelical Christianity. It gave him a sense of belonging when he couldn't connect with any of his schoolmates. In his 20s, he did a brief stint in the Marines, but left for unknown reasons. He spent the next 10 years wandering around the U.S., unable to connect with 1960s youth culture and estranged from his family, Jimmy seemed destined to be a permanent outsider in American society. Until he found the Jesus people. This was a radical Christian cult that preached strict morality and a Spartan nomadic lifestyle. Families, jobs, money, and homes all fell by the wayside for members, who were told there could be no distractions or possessions to compete with their mission. While we don't know how long Jimmy was involved with the Jesus people, it had an impact. By 1971, he'd moved to Missoula, Montana, and had begun preaching at a local church. Soon, he began his own movement, which came to be known as the Brethren. The Brethren also aimed to spread the Word of God, but another crucial part of its worldview was the total rejection of society. 
Brethren members happily divested themselves of their relationships, their finances, and their former goals to give all of themselves to the crew. One key way Jimmy convinced his followers to adhere to this lifestyle was by preaching about the end of the world. According to Jimmy, the end times predicted by the Bible were already in full swing. If members wanted a crack at salvation when the apocalypse finally came, they needed to live a, quote, pure life. This involved saying goodbye to any relationship and any possession a member ever had. Just as in the Jesus people, there would be no sex, no alcohol, no drugs. Men and women were kept in separate quarters and given different jobs. Any married partners were usually split up by Jimmy and paired off with other people. Even people's names were abandoned in favor of Greek, Roman, and Hebrew monikers. And if a member wanted to give all their money to the brethren, Jimmy wouldn't object. Most importantly, however, was full-scale rejection of one's family. This was an incredibly effective mind control tactic. First, Jimmy isolated his members, then used the threat of the apocalypse to keep people from leaving. If they did, they wouldn't be saved. Members never lived anywhere for long and were encouraged to wander from place to place, much like Jesus did during his lifetime. They did odd jobs to make money, but food and supplies were scarce, so scarce that members often had to forage for food in dumpsters, hence one of their nicknames, the garbage eaters. But perhaps one of the cult's worst offenses was its relentless recruitment on college campuses. Early on, Jimmy realized that young, impressionable college students would be fairly easy to control. They also didn't have children or spouses who might object to the cult. They were the ideal membership pool. Elder members would target and prey on college students hungry for a spiritual life. Then they would dazzle them with the answers they were seeking or they would zero in on kids who seemed to drift, loners, and lure them with promises of friendship and community. Sometimes, within a matter of days, these students would drop out of school and stop talking to their families. Many of these young recruits have never been seen or heard from again. Some of these families are still looking for their children today. A limited number of members have managed to escape the cult and rejoin society, but they've been few and far between. Jimmy Roberts died in 2015 at the age of 76. It's hard to know for sure, but the Brethren is rumored to still exist. One ex-member says that Brethren are still scattered in pockets across the country, living the same nomadic lifestyle in thrall to a leader who no longer exists. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow to examine the predictions of another cult. You can catch our other episodes of Cults for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts.